Hmm, let's see how this goes. I always get so nervous. <laughs> Let's try not to be nervous. Let's try. Okay. So, <clears throat> how do I start? Hmm. Hello and welcome to the Ducks Never Waver Lunch Break, where you get food for thought and can rejuvenate to sally forth. Join the dynamic duo, Edwin and Megan, as they explore topics of gravitas and pomp brought to the brink of absurdity and thrown off down, down, down the precipice of ridiculousness. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Ducks Never Waver lunch break. I am flying solo today. Edwin has abandoned me. has left me to carry the podcast banner, hold it with pride, hold it aloft, carry on the good work. He has fled the nation. He has fled the vicinity. He is in Greece, which I don't know why he would choose to be in Greece instead of doing this podcast. It's very odd to me, but I will soldier on and hopefully you find this somewhat interesting and hopefully it doesn't sound super awkward because I'm not used to just talking to a microphone. And with that said, I thought I would share with you today that I have a habit. Whee! Woohoo! Who knew? I have a habit and I've had this habit since February 12th of this year. And according to the High Council of Habits, that makes it officially a habit. It is a habit of the highest degree. In, in fact, it might be one of the best and the most true habits of the habits that they had ever seen. They, they wanted to vote on that, but they said, no, we didn't want to make the other people's habits feel bad. Uh, but you and I know that I crushed it and that I have a, a better habit than any of you. Ha 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 ha. And what, what is this habit, you may ask? And, and, and habits normally, you could say habitually, are, are best when they are simple. The simplicity of the habit is in itself the, the beauty of it. And now that I have you just completely riveted and you need to know what this habit is, I will, I will tell you. I will tell you what it is. As I tell you, you will immediately understand why it is such a good habit. And the habit is, is that at the end of the day, when I am laying in bed, getting comfy, getting warm, trying to debate whether I wear socks or not, in bed. Is that weird? Do people do that? My feet are always cold, so I, I wear socks in bed. Is that weird? 
I'm actually very excited now that it's getting warmer and I don't need to do that. Apparently the, the sunshine makes my circulation better or something like that. So I'm in bed and I'm, I'm getting comfy and cozy. And one way that I wind down is that I will write a list of all the things that I did that day. And it has been surprisingly fun, helpful, encouraging. And the, the goal of this habit when I, when I started it was that I have a propensity to not give myself enough credit for what I do or, or to like, you know, you, you easily say I did nothing today or today nothing happened or, uh, I wasn't very productive today and so on and so forth. I would express this and people were like, no, no, you did lots, you did lots. But I'm like, I don't remember what I did. And this is another thing too that it makes it specific for me. But I think other people would value this. Uh, but I struggle with short-term memory loss. And so it's very quickly, like, unless I like sit in a calm environment, I will forget what I did in a day. And then I'll just say, oh, I never do anything in the days that I'm given, which isn't true. And it's just because I forget what I do. So to keep from forgetting, I will write down everything that I did. And it's uh, it's been a very good practice because writing down all the things that you did in a day, and when I say all, like, it, when, you, when you write down what you, you did in a day, I have found an overwhelming feeling of thankfulness, right? Because it's like, oh, today I got to do this and I got to do that. And to have it down on something permanent, to have something um, physical, right? Because I write this in a notebook. And to have something physical is really cool because because time is... ...ethereal. And days are fleeting. Like, it's, it's hard. Like, how do you grab a day, right? Like how you have the carpe diem, right? Seize the day. But how do you actually hold a day? Like you think of the, the song from Sound of Music. How do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you catch a cloud and pin it down? How do you find a word that means Maria? A flippity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-jibbity-j
know, how do you take a cloud and pin it down? Like there's certain things and time is one of them that you, you have it, but you can't hold it. Round, like a circle in a spiral, like a wheel within a wheel, never ending or beginning on a never spinning reel, like a snowball down a mountain or a carnival balloon, like a carousel that's turning, running rings around the moon. Like a clock whose hands are sweeping past the minutes of its face And the world is like an atom whirling silently in space Like the circles that you find in the windmills of your mind And you can't store it up and very quickly it's, it's gone And to have a, a physical marker of, of time And this is I think partly why I love creating and love, you know, because like you can see like, oh, that's a marker of three hours. That's a marker of 20 hours. Like that's, you, you have these, uh, symbols of, of time. It makes you think that too, like you're, you feel like you've done nothing with your life. And then if you look back on the individual days, you'll see that you, you have these little things that you're, you're moving towards. And that's the second thing that I, I, I like about doing this is that it's been very helpful for when I'm trying to build other habits. And this habit is easy enough that you can build off other habits. Uh, in the beginning of the year, I had a goal of reading every day, specifically reading at night, reading a chapter. My goal was to read a chapter, but you know, sometimes chapters are weird. Sometimes they're really short. Sometimes they're really long. It depends who's writing the chapter and what the chapter's about. So it was, it was, trying to be 20 minutes, but it could be as little as five minutes. I was building that habit and what would happen is I would be like, okay, so I want to just go to bed. I don't really want to read. But then I was like, well, if you don't read, then you can't write it in your little book. And if you don't write it in your little book, you'll see that you missed a day right away. Because if you look back on your other pages, it says at the very end, read read, 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 um, or read. Would it be read? Would it be I read, I read, I read, I read, or read, read, read? You know, that's, that's one of those confusing words that, uh, you read, you read back. Ha, ha, ha. You read it back to yourself and you're like, what, what was my intent on my lingo here? I, I, maybe I should change that to look at words and comprehend the words that I looked at. Or the symbols? Would it be symbols? Because, like, words can be broken down into chicken scratchings, right? Because like the, the the predetermined shapes that we look at that represent something else. Therefore, what I'm looking at, but then we call those words. Huh, I'm going to have to give that a think. I'm not quite sure where I'm going with that. But th there was that level of accountability, and it's funny how something so small as writing something in a book, and we're like, oh, I can't, I can't write it in the book if I didn't do it. And uh, so that, and that's the thing. And I'm, oh, I want to also maybe backtrack. This is very different than a to-do list and a goals list. This is literally just what happened. At the beginning of the day, you're like, oh, I want to do this, this, and this, and this, and then none of it happens. Then you're writing down what did happen. You're not writing down like, oh, I wish I had done this. Oh, I wish I had done that. It is 100% just what you did. 
or what I did. I don't know if you're doing this. Are you doing this? I don't know. I'm doing it is what I did. It's mine and mine alone. You can't have it. Once I can say this is mine, you won't take it. Where was I? I was reading. So it was a good accountability partner there. It was good to have something that said like, oh, okay, before I write it, I can't write it down if I didn't do it. So then I'll make sure that I did it. And that was helpful. The third thing that I have found interesting that I wasn't anticipating with this project was that it's amazing how you can write down 10, like let's pick a number, 10, 10 things. And those 10 things can be, I, you know, went to work out and I met up with friends for coffee and I, you know, sold, you know, and shipped out a package and I made a thing and then I, you know, organized a craft fair and I was doing this, that, and the other thing, right? And you're like, whoa, that's, that's a busy day. Like, that's a legit day. Like, that was a day of days, right? Like, that's, yo, you did something. That was a good day. And it's amazing that on the flip side, you can write just as many things and it being your bare existence. Like it can be, I woke up, I got dressed, I brushed my teeth, I ate some food, I sat outside, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's good for me to track those things because sometimes you are left with just your mere existence that you are not able to be doing anything like, and it, it doesn't look very impressive. But when you break down how many little tasks you have to do in a day just to merely exist, your list would be so long. I mean, if you break it down to even like I breathed and my heart beat, like those involuntary things that are happening in your existence every moment. And that and that's the thing too. Like when I made the decision to do this, I don't skip the days where I'm in bed uh, watching shows or just doing nothing. I start writing down, oh, this was what I watched. This is what I, this was the movie I watched. And this was the thing I ate. And this was, you know, I got up and walked around for a minute. And I, you know, I tried this and I tried that. And yeah, ultimately you had a day of, of, of nothing, but it was filled with things. And that's, that's the amazing thing to me is, you know, you, you have a created world, right? Like you, you, we cannot fathom nothing. There's, there's never nothing. Nothing comes from nothing. Nothing ever could. And there, you know, you can say, oh, what did you do today? Ah, nothing. But you, you truly didn't do nothing. You, you can't. And actually, if you did nothing, that would be something. Because we are creatures and we live in a created world and it, it, it's filled with something, right? We, we don't live in a void. We, we live in something. And even if you have to break it down to, you know, I was upstairs and then I went downstairs and then I went back upstairs. Like you write, went up and downstairs. And there's so many little things that we do each day to just look back and appreciate your existence, that you are alive here in this moment, and to value the days where you, quote unquote, do nothing, 
uh, has been very helpful and it has been eye-opening. The fourth thing is that I have always wanted to be someone who journals. I feel like that's always been very meaningful. Like, oh, I, I journal and and I express myself to myself for myself in written words and I tell my present self what I did and my future self what I did and so on and so forth. And I've tried and it just becomes a big messy soup of feelings for for me at least. I it, it would just be run-on sentences of, oh, this made me angry, and no one understands why this happens to me, and no one understands me, and um, blah, 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 and it's just me, 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 and, and I mean, like, a journal is supposed to be about you. I mean, typically, that's what it's about in, in the sense of, like, you are recording your life, but it just just got exhausting. Like, it's a very harrowing experience every time I did it, and so then I wouldn't do it daily, and then I would just write these huge entries of, like, this is the past week, and this is all the things that happened, and I felt, and, you know, my my world was coming to an end, but then somehow it didn't. <laughs> and so, I was, again, I was also much younger when I did this, but still, I I just found it exhausting, and then I didn't really see the value. And then you read back on it and you're like, oh, you silly, silly person. And so I, I've been giving up. I actually have a whole bunch of old journals. Maybe I'll read them on here. That might be entertaining. But this is a form of journaling that I can get behind because it's bullet points. So like an, an entry would be like crochet, watch a lecture, go work out, buy hay for bunnies, contact graphic designer about logos and try to figure out what's wrong with the logos, sign up for a craft fair and read a bit and so on and so forth. So you, you just have bullet points, right? And there's no emotion in it. But then every once in a while, if I am feeling something, I will mark it with an exclamation point, which I feel like is what they're meant to be. Kind of be like, bah, look here. Something, something rare, rare and unusual happened. And that rare and unusual thing was I got a positive review from Etsy. Not from Etsy, on Etsy, from person who bought something and then they wrote it something nice. I just say things the most awkward way I possibly can and you're, you're welcome. So I'll, I'll denote that by a exclamation point. Or if I made a sale, I might like wrote, like write, oh, I'm super thankful I got a sale today. Or I might write sad things. I might say like, oh, just the heading of it might be bad pain day. And then following will be all the things I did, even though I had a bad pain day. And, you know, just mark like, oh, I was, you know, sad today. And the reason why I do that goes into my one, two, three, fifth, ha, fifth point. Look at that. And my fifth point is for, for what I find it helpful is tracking symptoms and things like depression, anxiety are all symptoms of, of my disease, but also like, oh, I had pain in my left knee. It's, you know, so you can kind of track, you know, if you have something like a new pain or a new problem or a new symptom, you track it and you can also chart, kind of chart scene cycles of like, oh, 
I, you know, have these bouts of depression and they last about this long and then it takes this long till the next one comes. And it's important for me to track it because that is how you can communicate to your doctor and actually get help over it. And uh, I would say even if you don't have chronic pain, it can be good to track those symptoms. And again, kind of taking the the feelings out of it or taking the emotion out of it. Uh, Not because it's it's wrong to be, but just kind of like detaching yourself to say like, oh, I was sad today without replaying your whole sob story of why you're sad and bringing it up to memory and like living it out and, and, you know, the tracks of tears on, on your journal. So take a good look at my face. You know my smile is out of place. If you look closer, it's easy to trace the tracks of my tears. But to say, like, I was sad today, and then the next day you see, like, does that continue? does that, or did it change? Was it just a one-off? And you can kind of start to see the trajectory. And that, that kind of brings me full circle to it being a marker of time that you start to see cycles and patterns that you otherwise would not have seen. When you, when you just track it and then if you need that information, you might not even need that information, right? Because, because things might get figured out later on. Where am I? In the village. What do you want? Information. Whose side are you on? That would be telling. We want information. 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 You won't get it by book or by crook. We will. And having come full circle, I think stopping at five points of, of interest is, is a good place to, to end this. Looking back, and like I said, I've, I started doing this in February. And being someone who right away thinks that, oh, I've had a really boring life. And I've done nothing. And, you know, you, you stand around and you, you talk to people and you're like, oh, what did you do this week? And I'm like, ah, nothing. I don't know what I did. But looking back at these pages, I'm like, holy cow, there is a lot. You know, and you see those repeated tasks of feeding the bunnies and letting them go out and play and cleaning up after them. And you see those repeated things of like, oh, editing the podcast and repeated things of reading and, you know, and and playing too and and watching movies. And so you, you see those little things that, pop up over and over again, but then also those exciting times that there's something different going on. And it's just been really fun to see a list of things that you did instead of focusing on the things that you have to do. Looking back on it, I'm just so grateful at the the energy I've been able to do and the work that I've been able to do. And, and I, I think... That's, that's the final thing I'll, I'll leave it with, leave you with, is I have an overwhelming gratitude for my existence. And even though life is messy and hard and painful, 
you can still find gratitude in just existing and just being and that it's not what we do. It's what God has already done for us in, in the, in his son, in the work of Jesus Christ. And that we don't have to worry about getting ahead and that our, our work on earth accumulates wealth and that we do it all in our own strength, but we can just rest in our existence with him and know that he is the provider and he rules over it all. Like we don't, it's not in our own strength and we don't have to worry about, did I get enough done on this day or on that day? And so I will leave you with that and maybe you'll give it a try. I just have a dollar, dollar store notebook and I write in pencil and I just date it and I write a few things down and maybe you will find some interesting things in your life from doing that like I have or maybe you just found this interesting that I can go on for half an hour on stuff like this. So next time Edwin will be back. We the dynamic duo will be reunited and I'm sure we will hear some stories about Greece and we'll be back to philosophizing the little things in life and we will continue to talk about our store, one that I think you should take particular note of is mystery bundles and mysteries are only fun when you know there's a mystery. Because if you didn't know there was a mystery, then you wouldn't be looking for the answer, right? Because if, if there's a dead body, I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. If there's a dead body, but nobody finds it, then there's no mystery. But you find the dead body, then you're like, aha, the game's afoot. Let us find the murderer. And so I am, I am giving you a Sherlock Holmes-like job or activity, or task, or gift. Really, it is a true, true gift, even though you need to invest a little bit. But you can you can buy gifts for yourselves, as well as for other people. And what what is that gift, Megan? Well, that gift is a bundle of goodies, and you will not know what is inside of that bundle of goodies. And you will unveil, you will reveal, you will release and solve the mystery of what is inside that bundle. All you see is a wrapping of a bandana. It's been plant dyed. That is that is your clue. You know that's there. But you, through a series of untyings and unwrappings, will discover what else lies in there. And you can buy those. It's, it's really a thrill, I gotta say. And I I know what's in there and I still think it's exciting. And so you can buy that for a very low price, considering all the goodies that have been carefully curated and for you to discover. So give those, give those a look, give those a look-see-loo. And I think you will have fun discovering what's inside and you'll have fun having the things that are inside, that is inside. You will have fun owning and possessing and showing everybody that you own these things and they don't. Really, that's what this is all about, is is gloating over your neighbor that they look on with envy. (laughs) So if you want to be Sherlock Holmes 
and have really cool possessions afterwards. Because, like, Sherlock Holmes, what does he get? I mean, he gets the satisfaction of solving the mystery, but really, he doesn't get a whole lot, which is probably why he's super depressed. But you, you get to keep all the beautiful things once you solve the mystery of what's inside the thing. So check it out. Link will be in the description. And as always, stay quacky.